You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello and welcome back to the Oz Network. For the first episode of this season that I am doing the introduction without Jamie interrupting me, for Star Trek Discovery, uh, episodes 14 and 15. Are you sure it's not Star Trek? Oh, I knew you'd do this. Are you sure it's not Star Trek Degeneration? Ugh, it's... Star Trek, thank God it's over. <laughs> um, TGIO. Uh, episodes 14, The War Without, The War Within. And episode 15, There Really Wasn't Any War At All. Uh, otherwise that, known as Will You name? Take My Hand. Oh. No. <laughs> I, just commenting on the total uh, uh, lack of um, excitement on the end of the season. Okay, hold on. So for the last Let's... episode, though, will you take my hand? Okay, because you mentioned that you brought up the episode title. Yeah. So with this here, can you honestly tell me, like, we literally just finished watching this like two minutes ago. Can you can you think of a reason why it would be called Will You Take My Hand? Yeah, I'll mention it when we get closer to the end of it. Okay, because let's let's start before I, I, I you didn't hijack pay close this. enough attention. Then. Well, that's that's one of the two reasons why we're bringing you this this two parter here a little bit late. Um, Is that why I'm your partner? Because you pay like super close attention, and then I like just tell me the gist of it type of thing. No, I'm just in it for the money. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it must, it must be why you married me yeah yeah you're rich uh, but <laughs> let's uh, first rich explain why body. we're why we're doing this as a two-parter now um i guess kind of like we did with it it's, it's appropriate because we started off the season doing a two-parter uh main reason being that normally we record these episodes a few days after it airs um partly because well we don't have the time to do it all right away and uh you know also for a show that's really streaming, not everybody's going to see it right away. So we figure it gives people the opportunity to see it themselves. So the episodes air Sunday nights, or I guess they go up live on CBS All Access on Sunday nights. But here in Canada, they air live on the Space Network. So we watched it live. Um, taking a sip of water there um we watched it live i guess you know on uh two sundays ago and uh, that was for episode 14 the war without the war within and i said you know we don't have time to record this tonight you know i that's fine i'm like okay but you don't want to forget this by the time we record it and you're like no i want to watch the episode come on let's watch it i'm so bad and i'm like okay you you promise you're gonna remember this like four days from now and you're like yeah so four days passes and I'm like, hey, do you want to record the Star Trek episode now? And you're like, what episode was that again? And I tried to remind you, and I'm like, you did swear to me you would remember this. Can can I just say <coughs> in this episode how... Uh, what would be the word I should use? So you've already forgot where you're going with that. No, I, I exactly know, but I don't want people to think that I'm just like a total perv. I know people probably think that already, but... Can we just discuss how much of a total hottie Ash Tyler was in this episode? Yeah, well, see, you, you couldn't have cared less about Tyler until, like, the last three weeks. So only when he revealed himself to be his, you know, Klingon spy uh, did that perk your interest for some reason. When he was just Mr. Whiny PTSD, you didn't like the guy. Well, no. Then he, he spouts off this, like, unknown language, like, really forcefully, like... Do you have a thing for Worf, too? I mean, Klingons aren't known for being sexy. No, but, like, maybe that's why some people like Russians, because they're, like, 
angry in your face and you're like wow that's hot uh, yeah there's a lot of people who hear angry russians are like <laughs> so sexy um, let's get back to what we were I saying I, I so, liked it. so we have you're jumping ahead as usual so uh we couldn't record that episode and i eventually said you know it's fine we'll just record both of them tomorrow when the next one airs we'll get it out like right away after the finale so sunday afternoon hits last week and i am like deathly sick and you're um, still sick. Which I'm still deathly sick. And, and if you've and listened you, you, to... You must be because you're literally screaming. You probably can't hear I'm trying. No, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm watching the, the mic levels and I'm realizing that you're very quiet on it. And I'm just trying to... <laughs> you're just screaming. I'm trying not to give myself <laughs> editing later on and having to boost the audio of the recording. I'm trying to make this easy on myself. The, but the, This is what it's like to be married. <laughs> okay, but back to what I was saying. So if you've heard any of our episodes this week... Um, I was under the weather. Um, if you listen to our sister show, Off the Podium, uh, about a, something much more exciting than Star Trek, the Olympics, uh, he, you'd hear that I probably wasn't on it for a few days. So I'm slowly on the mend now. I figure we got to get this episode out of the way before it gets too far away. Plus, we have something exciting we're going to do on the end of this. Now the Star Trek Discovery is over. But let's start, first of all, with just brief opinions on not the finale, but the, the first part of this finale, the war without the war within. So just there as a reminder, you know, wh- what you forgot, like 48 hours later, um, they came back to the regular universe. They are mm-hmm. nine months in the future. The Klingons had apparently won this whole war. Mm-hmm. And our Admiral friend comes back. Um, you know, they talk about uh, what their plan could be for winning this war. It all comes down to the, uh, the Klingon homeworld Kronos. And uh, they decide, well, you know, we could land the ship there. The Discovery could spore jump itself onto the surface of this planet. And then they would basically wage a war on the Klingon homeworld. And that's how they would do it. Because this all came down to, well, we have the Empress here from the Mirror Universe. How did she beat them? And this is what she's saying. So uh, second part of the episode was really about Tyler. <laughs> this is what made it, no it, sense at all. It was a bit about... Uh, uh... Georgiou well yeah, they, they revealed her on the end to basically they were they were putting her in the spy position where now she was pretending to be just like Burnham had pretended in the mirror universe be like hey I'm not actually dead people I am the mirror Burnham and uh, you know you can follow me this is now the mirror Giorgio saying hey I'm not actually dead this was all a mission, and I'm the real Philippa Giorgio. And and you already think she's hot, and you think, okay, Colin has a thing for spies and nurses. All he right, what? Really what? Okay, this wait, is wait, not wait, women in uniform and, and sneaking around. So if nurses, I don't know where nurses came from. So if there's a spy nurse out there, she'll be like the hottest. What? What? Are there nurses in this episode? No. And when have I ever had a nurse thing? You like watching doctor shows, and you always think that the women on them are hot. Well, I mean, this, it doesn't matter what show you're watching. I think well, it's more the well, doctors my, than the nurses. The nurses the, aren't smart mind enough. Mind you, the show where you thought the the lady was the hottest. I mean, she was also in Smallville. Erica Durant's. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, and, we're and not yeah, talking. And you got to meet her. And yeah. Yeah. Well, we've told that story on the air. <laughs> Listen to our Smallville <laughs> recaps. Anyway, so, so uh, I was just saying with, with that, you know. On a scale of, uh, like, 110, how hot is Philip Giorgio being a spy? I mean, it was, it was all right. It was... <laughs> so we'll get to that, but you again, you're... see jump- how red your face is. That's because I'm trying not to cough here, but you're jumping ahead to the second episode. We're talking about the first one again. You mentioned she was a spy. I said that she was doing the spy duty that was revealed on the end of the episode, but the majority mm-hmm. of the episode was about, this is our plan, what we're going to do for Kronos, and then also Tyler... 
who they just decide to allow him back into the regular ship rotation. Like, there's, oh, you don't have your rank anymore, but hey, you can just walk around the ship, do whatever you but want. I think that they you just said, killed a man. I think that they said they were going to be, like, having him on watch type of thing. <coughs> like, sur- well, regardless like, if he's on watch, regardless it. if he's on watch, he is a Klingon spy. Now, let's take the other one. Who's the other Klingon that they have imprisoned? Laurel. Do they just say... Go to the cafeteria. Have some oatmeal with the troops. <laughs> no. Go go chat with Tilly. I'm sure you'll have a blast. No. This is a spy. He has killed their doctor. They're without medical assistance right now. Mm-hmm. And they just say to him, It's alright. We understand. You're, you're mostly human now. And we're sure this will never relapse. You're never again going to snap and kill one of our crew members. Yeah. Like... This has never happened in the history of the human race that somebody has become human through being another race. And they just allow him in. It is the dumbest thing I have ever seen in the history of Star Trek. Outside of something else we're going to see in the next episode. But how dumb is that? I, I, I do agree. It is pretty darn silly. I didn't really think about it in that way, but it's yeah. true. But okay, aside from And, and the, the even Lorel, like, she doesn't seem to be like hostile or anything but they still always keep her locked up yeah well but let's aside from the dumb thing about tyler how did you feel about episode 14 war without war within the really just making the plan of what they were gonna do he was hot okay um <laughs> i thought that episode was okay um, it was all right i, th- I think that the ending of it uh and i'm not gonna say it was bad but i mean it's okay episode i think that the ending just felt like it had a little bit left to be desired well i mean the the ending was basically just the tease hey giorgio's here you know um overall though what would you have given episode 14 um probably a six a six okay so we go by buy it rent it or bid it on this show you've been doing it for 14 weeks um would you give it a one a six or a ten Oh, sorry, I was just looking at the numbers on the IMDb there. I don't know how people can rate this, you know, 7.4 and 7.9 for the last one. Well, I I should say, I mean, if we look at IMDb, 7.4, for most TV shows, that's pretty bad. Like, mention, uh, you know, uh, an average TV show, a TV show that's not extraordinary, just any show. Give me any show that's just average. It's like, ah, nothing great about Riverdale, okay? Riverdale had a great first season. We both loved Riverdale. Riverdale's second season, garbage. Look at this. Riverdale's average is 7.7. That's just a television thing. IMDb, their users are way too generous to TV shows. Look at this. Riverdale's got like 8.3s. I saw one that there that was 6 point something up there. Yeah, so Riverdale, which is a terrible show in its second season, uh, it ranks higher than Star Trek Discovery. So a 7.4 is not that good. Mm. But anyways, buy it, rent it, or bin it for episode 14. Rent it. Yeah, I would say rent it too. Um, but I'm six. gonna put, I'm, <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna give it a solid six. But uh, uh, I'm gonna say it with this disclaimer: I wanted to rent this episode after seeing it off the promise that I thought it held for the following episode. I thought it was a good setup for what was going to be a great second part. Yeah. 
Little did I know the second part would have been a complete waste of time, which brings us straight to what we well, really just talked about. Really, will you take my hand? It wasn't really too connected to the. It well, it was. One. It was. It was. It was the fall it, through the mission they set up in the first. But one. I mean, like, it didn't feel like a two-parter. It just felt like a different episode. Mm, that, I that think goes it felt on. just as much as a two-parter as like the opening two did. You no, know? No, I don't agree. But I disagree. People. What a waste of time! Like this. There have been several times we've said on this show, like, you know, bad episode. This was arguably, it'll be like at least the third time this season I've said it, one of the worst Star Trek episodes I've ever seen. Like, this finale was just a disaster in my opinion. Like, there were some interesting premises. I thought the idea of this spy mission on the Klingon homeworld was great. I understand where they went with the finale, why they took the direction they did of basically nothing happening. The most anticlimactic ending ever. It is a Star Trek thing. You know, it's about hope it's about diplomacy it's not about war so for the first time this season they said let's end it with diplomacy but again no logic to it don't call it the klingon <coughs> homeworld you're not allowed to you're you're supposed to say enemy enemy location planet um Ele- yeah enemy planet like some good things enemy in it I, I loved the brief scene we got of giorgio keeping up the ruse of being the other giorgio and and the way that her and saru were going back and forth and uh, her and Burnham, you know, um, just messing with each other. Like, that was fun. Um, Tilly almost gave me a laugh when uh, she was introducing herself to Giorgio and then was like, oh, wait, it's the other one, right? A and few, like... What's what what's with the, the guy that she was interacting with, that Ron Kaplan guy or, or the brother... Ron Kaplan? Of Ron, of Ron Kaplan or something. Who's Ron Kaplan? I didn't know that the the guy that was balding with the skin that they made like silverish blue, and he was asking her to get high with him. Oh, you, Clint Howard, <laughs> Ronald Kaplan is the vice president of Amazon dot com and chief scientist for Amazon Search. Um, yeah, no, uh, Clint Howard. Yeah, I mean that, that that's spy plot, but. Overall, that's that's where it ended for me. When they got on the planet, I'm like, wow, I thought this would be so much different. It was just awful. It was another poor excuse. I'm like, we finally have an opportunity to go down to a planet. Why can't they make these planets look nice? Mm-hmm. I understand it's Cronus is a Klingon homeworld, but this just looked like... No homeworld. I'm an enemy base. Whatever. It is, it is a boring environment because they didn't show us anything. We had a couple of little corner shots of like a sky and clouds, but for the most part, it was just like a marketplace. Strippers. And it, that's the other problem I have, okay? Star Trek is still a family show, okay? I felt that they're trying so hard to push the envelope this year with this whole series. They've tried so many times to push the envelope. And we talked about this. They're trying to be trendy. They're trying to be uh, progressive. Edgy. Edgy. <laughs> and they just went too far because I don't think you need a Star Trek show where over the course of five minutes you have a character getting stoned, another character... Um, you know, gambling uh, with terrorists. Another character uh, hooking up with male and female prostitutes. And, you know, a bunch of strippers just roaming around. Like, it was too much. And obviously, then it showed that, you know, Giorgio kind of took them to the back and had her way with this... Yeah, and you know what? Girl and guy alien. Like, I mean, I liked the outfit. I thought Michelle Yeoh had, had a great battle gear on but i i hated the scene i don't think we need to see 
so much of this edgy stuff pushing the envelope on Star Trek because I feel like they just went too far this week because it didn't feel like something pleasant to watch. It didn't feel like something that when I watch Star Trek, you kind of want to watch it, you know, remembering, you know, what it was like watching it as a kid. Well, and and there's nothing appropriate for kids in this episode. I know that she's supposed to be scuzzy, but I mean, like, I, I was just thinking to myself, well, why did the show have, like, it, it's so not Star Trek to basically imply that, you know, she's she's going to sleep with, you know, this girl and guy alien to, to get her way and then threaten to kill them type of thing. It's like... And then she has to pay for it. <laughs> w- w- was there not another way that they could have actually put more thought into writing this where it would have been much more well written? Well, I mean, just don't try to push the envelope so much. We don't have to have Tilly getting stoned. We don't have to have... Um, you know, Giorgio in bed with prostitutes. Have her pick some people up and, you know, work them down for information. You don't have to have her pay for it. You don't have to have these strippers everywhere. It's just, it was way too much for me. It's just, I, I'm not I'm not going as far as say this was inappropriate. In a way it is because I think you still do need to maintain some things that should be family friendly. And this is not a show thus far that has proven itself to be adult only entertainment. Yeah. So why do this for a show that so far, especially when you look at the time slot it's being aired on, at least here in Canada, there's probably a lot of kids watching this show. Well, and the thing is, is there are certain things like the violence or whatever else where it really depends, I guess, if you could say it's more acceptable to kids or not. But like, um, you know, even when she was beating Lorel down in the cell type of thing and then making, yeah, that was her, fun. making her bleed and everything like that. Um you know Casper sees stuff like that on TV sometimes but I'm and I'm not saying that you know oh we just let our kid watch everything but you know he he realizes something bad is happening and something's wrong because he'll go at the TV and he'll furrow his brow and he'll go oh no yeah oh, oh no. no yeah so you know like it, it's obvious they realize that what's going on isn't right but I mean there's other things that you know and, in my opinion anyways that i'm not going to expose my child to like curse words and you know sexuality and drugs well, and stuff like that i mean i'm not saying that you shield you gotta them. wait for a certain age well, but yeah I'm, I'm not saying you shield them from I'm, it forever but they have the to thing. understand uh, don't don't listeners don't take me as this i'm being a prude and it's like this isn't appropriate for star trek the reason it's not appropriate is because the show hasn't led us to believe that this is the type of show we're watching up until now well there's a that if you it's want standard, to right? exactly they have set a standard and to just go this far it's not even a thing about where i'm like this is inappropriate for other kids i felt it was inappropriate for me to watch because this isn't the show i'm used to and there's been so many complaints about this isn't a star trek show this isn't even a discovery show what they did this week it was just they, they were trying way too hard yeah and and here's the other problem i have it went nowhere they spent i thought a big finale should be exciting it should be mm-hmm. twists we got that about two weeks ago with uh or three weeks ago with the whole Lorca thing yeah and they wasted that and then we basically have this two-part story arc where nothing happens that's why i asked you when when they showed the whole thing with <coughs> pike or whatever at the end and and I just asked you. I said, oh, we'll get to that. I, I said, "Is that it?" Like, yeah, we'll get to how, that. How much is left of the show? And you're like, "Oh, that's it. Let's record." I was like, "What?" Yeah. But, uh, anyways, about the standard thing, you know, just to kind of touch on that really quickly, it's it's not um, a TV series; it's a movie series. But you know, you could argue the same type of thing with uh, uh, James Bond, and people are are watching, you know, this series most of the time that are adults. Not that it's meant for only adults, but. You know, it, it implies obviously that you know this is a man who does sleep around and stuff yeah. like that. And he gets his fill with women, but they're always very um, 
uh, classy with the way that they well, were presented. And then there was that one movie where it actually showed more. Yeah, Die Another Day. And people, <laughs> people were very upset about it. But, like, here's the thing. If you have James Bond hiring a prostitute and snorting cocaine, that is the equivalent of what we saw in this episode. And this is on television. Like, there should be something... Again, I'm not just being like, oh, this is so offensive to me. I've watched stuff that's much worse than this. But there are things that you expect to be worse than this. And I just didn't feel that this show needed... When they had no story to tell, why did they think that they just needed to shock the audience with stuff that was not even relevant to the story? Yeah. And getting into the story of this episode, they basically get there and they're like, oh, well, the whole idea is that we're going to blow up this planet. Okay, that's what war is. What else did you think you were going to do there? And then they reveal this other plan, which again makes no logical sense because if the Klingons are responsible for taking this world, and we're uh, led to believe that the Klingons who started this war were the extremists, the ones that Lorel and Voke, uh, aka Tyler, were involved with. <coughs> Apologies, still sick. Um, they're the ones they're involved with. Now you have Tyler and um, Lorel who are basically told, we will give you all the power. So the whole war has, you know, basically decimated everything but the Klingons. The Klingons have won this, and now we're going to say, listen, you could destroy your own world. Why don't you use that power to take control of the Klingon Empire? And they'll just listen to you? It, it just makes no sense at all. Yeah. Like, and, and of all people, why is she going to listen? She's a terrorist who has been trying to destroy them, particularly using Tyler for this, up until now, and all of a sudden, she just has a change of heart? Yeah, it, it's not very well explained or written. I don't know what to say more on that. What it is, is that this show, and, and this is this is my honest opinion, if everybody remembers, this show, when it first launched, was supposed to be 13 episodes. They ended up, a few weeks in, saying they've extended the season to 15 episodes. I honestly believe that the show ended when they left the Mirror Universe... And then they said, can we get two more episodes out of here and just film something extra when they get back? And that's what these last two episodes were. This whole series has been playing catch-up because when they started filming, they had completely different showrunners. They had a completely different creative team. And after those first two episodes, the creators left the show and they said, we've got to revamp. We've got to hire a completely new creative team. And they've been making this up as they went along. The whole season has shown that. And it did feel like it was a finale, though, when the, the whole Mirror Universe thing took place. <coughs> they could have ended it there, and it would have been a good end to it, don't you think? Yeah, because I think that's the it, stuff it we enjoyed. It felt more natural. Yeah. The, and, this this felt like you were missing something, like you wondered... You were missing something because nothing happened. <laughs> you, you, were, you were wondering, you know, like, did I fall asleep? What happened, you know? It honestly felt like... Here, this is going to sound weird, but and I'm sure it's not this way for everybody, but when there's something I'm really excited about, I often dream about it. So every time a Star Wars movie comes out, at some point in the weeks leading up, I'm going to dream that I'm watching that Star Wars movie or James Bond movie. Every time a James Bond movie or Mission Impossible movie comes out, I will dream that I'm watching that. And that dream just never lives up to it. And I end up in my dream thinking, well, this just really sucks because my mind's not going to create anything that's, that makes sense in a dream state. Right. That's what this felt like to me. It felt like I was dreaming you know, a week before the Star Trek finale, what it was going to be. And you're kind of And this is like, just a bunch of nonsense that my head was putting together. What? Yeah. So it finally reaches the point when Lorel basically bullies them into giving her the rest of the Empire and then just decides, we will end this war. Just like that? And like, just none of it was set up properly. None of it makes any sense. 
these Klingons are supposed to fight to the death and she's like no we can be better people but we know they're not better people because in a matter of a few years in the original series they're going to be these despicable villains and they're also, supposed to be savages right now so well also I thought we would finally reach a point where we see all these 24 houses because we talked about how there's all the houses of the Klingons and I said from the beginning you know even the Deep Space Nine they explained off the whole different look that Klingons have in the original series as saying, oh, it's not something we like to talk about. Like they basically went through like genetic experimentation on themselves, which is what explained why these Klingons don't look like Klingons. I thought, we're going to see the 24 houses. They're going to show us classic Klingons in there. The closest we got was a Klingon with a little bit of hair. It looked like he had a horseshoe. And he had, he had, like a, he had a skullet. The skullet Klingon, who still looked like all the other Klingons on the show. Like, perfect opportunity to tie it into the original series. And it was just a wasted opportunity. Like, like nothing was done right in this finale um let's talk about the the big sappy speech on the end which was really i don't know if it was intercutting the admiral promoting everybody which i also wonder why do half these people get a promotion and the other half don't mm -hmm. i mean saru let's be honest i love saru but saru has done absolutely nothing since they landed in that mirror universe yeah it's true. and they're like here's your promotion acting captain saru tilly gets a promotion stamets gets a promotion First of all, these people broke cardinal rules. I mean, the whole spore drive thing was breaking rules of uh, the, the Federation, and they're just forgiving everything. I also hate that we still have this spore drive. I thought this thing is way too powerful. It's kind of like the way I describe the overuse of Force powers in The Last Jedi, that like Snoke and Kylo Ren and Luke can just do these incredible things that have never been explained as Force powers before. It's like the Superman 2 you know, being able to just teleport 16 versions of himself around a room and then throw giant diamonds out of his chest. You know, it's the things that were never explained as being powers before that suddenly they have. The spore drive's way too advanced technologically. It makes it way too easy for them to tell stories or do whatever they want. There should be some challenge to whatever this crew has to do. I, I thought they need to do away with it at the end of the season. They didn't do away with it. But they, they still have this spore drive. They would have to find some way to write it out, though, because this is supposed to be in the past, and it's not in any of the future shows exactly. that are supposed to take place after this timeline. So have it that it's banned, or have it where it's like, you know what, Stamets, y y hey, y you're starting to have seizures, so you know? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or that it, like, ends with him type of thing. Yeah, Stamets, you got a really bad rash developing, <laughs> uh, you know, right around your inner thigh. Um, this, this is not healthy. You need to stop spore jumping. But it's still there. I mean, I guess the one thing we could talk about that, that they did well in this series was making characters expendable. You know, why we felt like we needed Tilly to last another season. I don't Come know. On. Oh, Tilly I like is her. so... <sighs> I got so excited when she came on the screen. But she did nothing this week. I, I liked her. She did nothing. I don't know. I, don't, I can't explain it. I just like her. <sighs> this is why nobody listens to you, Jamie. Get, get out of my house. <laughs> this is my house. Um... But anyways, they made characters spendable, but I felt like once we reached the end of the show and they were giving promotions to everybody, remember how a couple of weeks ago I said, you know, it would be really cool if they just wrote Lorca out and wrote Tyler out and we just didn't know what would happen next. I kind of finished this episode, I'm still feeling the same way. I'm like, there was nowhere you could go with Tyler, so it makes sense that he's gone. I'm glad they did that. But against what I thought, I'm really missing Lorca now. I'm like, we need a proper captain. I don't want Burnham to just become the captain here. And Saru, let's be honest, they don't do enough with him on the show for him to make a valuable captain. 
And then they said, oh, we're going to pick up our new captain of Vulcan. Is it going to be a Vulcan? Who knows? But I really liked Lorca, and I kind of wanted to see him on the end here somehow. The other version of him, we said the other universe. It just didn't happen. I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling great about this crew going into a second season. Like, I, they're going to need a whole handful of really good characters. A anything to add on that? <laughs> new characters? I don't know. I like the ones that they, they had, but I need to get to know we them We need more than four characters, no, 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 especially no. ones they do nothing with. No, no, no. I know. What I'm saying is they have other ones that are always in the background there. Maybe... That they do nothing with. Maybe use them a little bit more. I just think whoever's writing the show, I don't know... If it's just, you know, some, like, little, you know, tweens or, you know, millennials or something like that. <laughs> what tweens and millennials have to do with it? They're not good with character development, apparently. Well, I, I'm just saying just the show just seems so, like... Bland on characters? Half effort to me, this show. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they were playing catch-up. We could kind of forgive them for that. But and don't if, extend it to episodes if you don't if, have the material. If, you know, let's say something's at, like, you know... A high school level i feel like this is you know at like a kindergarten or a junior all right well let's level. let's talk about the finale here then will you take my hand you said what is that about it was about laurel wasn't that a beatles song uh, i want to hold your hand yeah oh. um i think this whole will you take my hand is supposed to be um like the the whole um thing about burnham and laurel you know hey, i'll trust this to you or whatever what would you would you buy this rent it or bin it we know where i'm going with it the episode? Yeah. Uh, I already told you. You asked me. I said I would rent it. No, no, no. That was the first part, episode 14. Would you oh. buy this one, the second one? Well, rent it, bin I, it. I actually meant it as this one, so yes. Okay, you officially disgust me because this episode is a bin it if I've ever seen it. I, I would still watch it. Oh, that's sad. Uh, I well, hated how, this episode. How, how can you not watch the last uh, episode of a season? Because I can go back and pretend that the final episode where Lorca dies and they're in the Mirror Universe is the last episode of the season and pretend these never exist. You know, True. growing up, you ever watch the Karate Kid movies? Yeah, I'm not, I don't really like them. Well, Sorry. you should. But did you ever see the next Karate Kid? No. With Hilary Swank? I don't know, but... All right, so I anyways, really they made... someone that has that name, though. They made the next Karate Kid... And it's one of these things that you know, I just remember growing up, we hated so much that we would just pretend it didn't exist. We're like, well, the Karate Kid series ended in part three. There is no next Karate Kid. You know, that's, that's, that's the way you do it. Um, it's easy to do it with the Superman movies, too. Just pretend it ends with two or even three and that four never happened. Um, but, but yeah, I've, it's, it's perfectly okay to just pretend these last two never existed. Where are we going from here? As you said, the Enterprise thing on the end, um, I, I saw that was coming because they said there was a distress signal. And then the ID came up on there that said NCC-17. And, of course, that's like, the, you know, the, the Enterprise uh, um, ship tag or whatever. But um, you asked, like, what is the point of this? Where is it going? Um, nowhere. I, I, don't, I don't know if this was just some stupid tease that they have where they just want to be like, oh, see, it does tie into the original show. Or if this legitimately was supposed to be a setup for season two. Regardless, I I I think it's dumb. I mean, it doesn't really feel like a setup, though. It just feels like they're trying to put something in. Well, I feel like people just don't care about the discovery, so adding it in there is only going to make it worse because you're going to care about it even less when you see it. It's like, you know, when they went to the Mirror Universe 
Well, you like the Mirror Universe characters so much more because they have characters that you don't care about the regular ones. Yeah. Which I guess we got an answer to that as well about where the Mirror Universe versions of Tilly and uh, all the others went, Captain Killy or whatever. They just died as soon as they got to our universe. That was, you know, a waste too. And I, I was wondering still what happened with the other Gabriel, but I guess he probably did die. Well, again, they have mentioned it. Maybe he, he'll come back. I, I'm still hoping. Um, he, he was probably one of the best characters on the show, even though, you know, I still don't think he was on the level of other ones. Um, anyways, season two, I'm still interested to see it. We don't know how far away it is. They're gonna. It looks like they're going to continue on. They're not going to do the anthology idea that was discussed. They are going to continue on with this crew. Um, they better come up with some good new characters. Anything else you think they really need to do in season two? I'm going to throw in there. Add some planets. Planets, um, you know, going down onto them, yeah. Um, also, I think just, uh, you know, focusing more on being able to actually learn about this world and the races and stuff like that. Actually be able to learn uh, more about it and not just have these pointless episodes where it's just like nothing actually really happens, if that makes sense. How, how about it be Starship Discovery? Like, like How about they get to the, explore strange new worlds, seek out new life and new civilization? Even when they were talking about the Vulcan stuff all in the beginning in the first part of the season and you knew all that stuff i didn't yeah i i would like it if, if they just continue to do stuff like that i'm not just saying oh every episode is just filled with facts but like i have learned barely anything the whole season <laughs> well there's not much to learn um but anyway so that's where we kind of want to go with season two um we're gonna wrap this up here we we, we ranked everything this season I'm going to give you one last opportunity to rank Discovery here, okay? Uh, I'm not going to have you rank the best episodes. I think we made it clear because there's only a few we've bought this whole thing, but uh, let's rank the characters overall, okay? So we're going to go through all the characters that this season had, and I'll give you... You, you have to name your top three characters, okay? Mm-hmm. So you want to go first, or...? That's hard. Um... <coughs> I think I would probably have to. Can I do the first? Can I do the first uh, five or six? Do whatever you want. Just rank them. Okay, so I'm gonna say, um, uh, um, oh geez, who do I want to do first? Uh, I probably would actually put uh, uh, Michael Burnham first. Uh huh. Um, then Philippa and uh, Lorca uh-huh. tied for second. Um, <coughs> and then probably uh, Saru. And then Ash Tyler because he's hot. <laughs> and Just I, like a crazy Russian. Yeah, and Tilly and... Oh, God. And then Stamets, and uh, then the Doctor as well. Stop talking about the Doctor! Colin's like, he's dead! He's dead! Forget about it! He's gone! He's six foot under! Alright, um, fine. I'm gonna do you one one better here. Uh, so first of all, I'm gonna put Saru number one, even though they wasted him this season and barely did aim with him, because every second he's on screen, I loved his character. I thought that he added so much for doing almost next to nothing and he was interesting he was something we hadn't seen before and he felt like star trek i i will say with that too sorry to interrupt you but i i do actually have to just um kind of comment on your point there 
Uh, I think that you're actually 100% right. I might have to bump him up a little bit. But uh, I also wanted to mention that, you know, this is a new race we've never seen before. And I felt like it just, it didn't feel like they were, oh, let you know, here's a new Star Trek season. Let's tack on a new race. It felt very uh, authentic. And I liked the fact that they actually were able to tell us about these Kelpians. And through the season, we actually did learn about them a little bit. Yeah, without explaining it all up front. It was yeah. slow, it was subtle. Yeah. Um. And also the fact that it's a rare species. They they said it's a rare species. It explains why we hadn't seen them, you know, any other times. Uh, I'm going to go number number two as Empress Giorgio. Um, the the character just really clicked. I thought in the last, even though I I feel like, you know, they maybe went too far with her in the last few episodes. I just love the idea of her playing the spy in this last one. I, I thought bet that was you do. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> is what I meant. Um, and I still think there's potential for what they could do with her going forward because they said she basically gets immunity now. So she'll be around, and I really want to see her to be, like, the cue of this new series. Um, third, I'm going to go with... Uh, in all honesty, I would say Stamets, but I felt like they dropped the ball with Stamets in the second half of the season. So I'd go Burnham just because I felt the second half of the season, Burnham was much better. Burnham was just overkill for the first half of the season. It was just too much Burnham. We agreed about that every single week. Oh, yeah. They really found a way to work out Burnham's character in the second half. Stamets would be fourth. Um, after Stamets, I'm going to go Harry Mudd, fifth. Oh, I forgot about him. <laughs> I'm going to go the Admiral, sixth. Uh, oh, sorry. Lorca will be uh, fifth. The Admiral, uh, sixth. I missed somebody. The Stamets, fifth. The Admiral, sixth. Um, the Cybernetic one, seventh. Um... Dude in the background that sits in the left corner, eighth. Um, uh, Laurel, ninth. Um, uh, random albino Klingon, tenth. Um, the 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 spores, uh, number eleven through four billion. Um, tardigrade Rex or whatever his tardigrade, name was. Tardigrade, tardigrade. Yeah. And then dead last Tilly after the tardigrade. Come on. That's nasty. That's my ranking. What about the doctor? You know, I, I found a way to wipe the doctor from my memory until you mentioned that. Let's let's put the doctor one spot higher than Tilly. Slightly better character, just worse actor. Um, There we go. We've done final ranking. So, Star Trek Discovery is done. Um, are you glad we took on this project? I thought it was still fun just to make fun of it. And also, we keep reminding people, I mean, this is kind of an experiment. I mean, we're, we're in an age where, you know, people forget that every Star Trek show kind of sucked in the beginning. So, you know, three, four years from now, we may very well be covering the greatest show on TV. But we're, we're certainly not now. Uh, has it been fun covering Star Trek Discovery? Do you regret the moment I asked you, I think, two weeks before the show debuted? Hey, Jamie, do you want to cover Star Trek Discovery for the Oz Network? No, I mean, it's it's a lot of work, but, um, you so, know, well, because I'm not really... You have to remember an episode, like, it, two days later. I'm not really a person that can easily stay focused, you know? I don't have ADHD or anything, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's fun. And I, I, I like being with Colin. All right. Well, you're going to be with me regardless. We don't have to be talking such a lousy show. But I don't know. I thought maybe half the episodes were okay. Half the episodes were garbage. Um, maybe we'll do a full season recap at some point and, you know, pick out our best and worst. I'm going to put this up as a worst of the season, though, for the finale. Uh, we do have something fun we're going to talk about here because Star Trek Discovery is over. But we don't want Star Trek to be over because we love Star Trek. And we know everybody out there. If you've been listening... 
we're amazed that people are still listening to these recaps, despite the fact that the show is as bad as it is some weeks. Um, so we want to give you some decent Star Trek. Now, it's not going to be an immediate thing. We're not going to continue this right away next week, because to be honest, I'm still sick, and I'm pretty burnt out from doing like three or four episodes a week. Um, but at some point this spring, to continue on with our Star Trek coverage, we're going to bring back our random episode rewatches. So just, just like how we started out the Oz Network doing Smallville, just a series of Smallville episodes, we're going to do a random episode rewatch of every single Star Trek show, including the animated series. So we're going to start with the original series with William Shatner and Leonard Nimoy, uh, DeForest Kelly. Then we're going to move on to a random episode of the animated series, which I don't know. Have you ever seen the Star Trek animated show? Never. Um, I shouldn't know. But, we should have. But I've, se- I've seen episodes of all the other seasons. Yeah, you just don't remember them week by week. No. Um, then we're going to do a random episode of Next Generation, then Deep Space Nine, then Voyager, then finally Enterprise. No, we're not going to do a random episode of Discovery. We don't want to put ourselves to that punishment again. But uh, we'll announce these kind of week by week. Stay tuned. In a couple of weeks, maybe, we'll get this started. Uh, no official schedule, but it will be coming soon. Uh, we are going to do this right now, Jamie. We are going to pick our random episode of Star Trek, the original series that we're going to cover. And the experiment here is to talk about some good Star Trek, but also to prove that no matter whether we're picking a good episode or just a random one, it's probably going to be better than Star Trek Discovery. Can I pick it? You get to pick the number here. No, no, no. Can I pick the episode? No, you can pick the number. Can I pick the name? You can pick the number. I like the triples episode. No, we can't just pick the Tribbles episode. That'll be the next project. Okay, I'm not even going to trust you to pick a number because maybe you'll cheat. We're going to do a random generated number here between 1 and 79, okay? So we get number 33. Now, did you, did you do a drum roll because I didn't have this ready? George number 33. Oh, we are so lucky. Random episode number 33, Mirror Mirror, the original Mirror Universe of Star Trek. Oh dear. We are so lucky this is where we get to start. Jamie, I know you've seen this episode before because I think we've watched it. Do you remember it at all? I don't remember. Oh, this is going to be fantastic. Um, Yeah, Uh, so we'll be back. I don't know, maybe just out of excitement that we drew such a great episode. Season 2, episode 4. Mirror, mirror, Star Trek, the original series. We might even do this next week. Choo-choo. Why are you doing a train? I don't know. All right. um, You asked me to sound excited. Um, Well, I guess I could also go, whoop, there it is. Or or not. Please don't. Um, But, yeah, we got something fun that we're going to get to cover at some point in the future. Raise the roof. Raise the roof. You're embarrassing yourself. Okay. Um, So that's it for Star Trek Discovery. We have wrapped up a season. We have another season. We're looking to wrap up this week with uh, The Amazing Race. Um, I mean, you're probably not going to hear the end. We're, we're going to have two episodes left to hear because we do have to talk about this past week's episode. But then following that, the final episode of The Amazing Race is going to air. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is going to continue this week. Hopefully, I'm going to be better within the next few days and we can get some of these episodes out there. Uh, but there are uh, Ben and Noah covering Lost, which um, should be up shortly uh, after you listen to this. And then... Um, what else? We're going to start some of our Oscar coverage uh, once the Olympics are over. And uh, if you, I, I guess aside from that, Jamie, you're not joining us anything until we do Mirror Mirror for Star Trek. Yep. Lucky me. Lucky you. Uh, so that's it. Thank you for joining us for all 13 episodes we've covered here. Uh, 13 recaps on 15 episodes of Star Trek Discovery. 
Uh, we're so sorry you had to go through this, but we're glad we were here to support you through this pain and torment. Uh, and some of the good stuff that we had along the way. Uh, do you, do you, before we go out, do you want to talk about just, I don't know, one, one or two things that you really loved about the season? Uh, Ash Tyler was hot. In the last few weeks when he became crazy Russian. And I also like, um, I actually also really like Michael Burnham's dad, the Vulcan. Sarek. Yeah. Yeah. He's really cool. Yeah, James Frain's the actor. He's a He's great good. actor. He used to be on Twenty Four. Um, yeah, amazing actor. But I, I agree. I think the Sarek was great. Uh, I also loved. I know a lot of people didn't, but I loved the episode where they went down to the planet. Uh, there were those weird little fairy things everywhere. Yeah. That episode I loved. That was probably one of my favorite things they've done this season. I love the remake of Cause and Effect they did, even though it was just a blatant remake. And some of the Mirror stuff was really good. It was just you know. One or two episodes too long. So some good stuff there just to go out on. Yeah. Just to prove we don't hate everything yeah. Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the end of Star Trek STD. <laughs> My name is Colin. And uh, we have a baby crying in the background. And Must have watched the episode. My name is Jamie and I say save the spores. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.